I'm Jonathan Hayes of the St. Louis Battlehawks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans! This is For the Love of Football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. I'm Vince. And I'm Bryant. We're back on video. Football is being played again across America, although far from the rate that it normally is at this time of the year. But XFL diehards are entering this thing having to keep their eyes on so many things from the NFL practice squads, opt-outs in college football, the shelves of the Rock's office. It's a lot to stay on top of, but we got you covered. This is episode 134. We got a glimpse at the people's helmets, Bryant. The people's helmets in the Rock's office. (laughs) Uh, Those are the fans' helmets, right? The people's uh, helmets. That's uh, an impressive picture there. Uh, I was trying to do footballs before the season ended. I guess helmets would have been a lot cooler to do behind me. I uh, guess it, I'll have to figure something else out. I, I, the, the whole set here, we're back on video. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, thanks for joining us. We used to have the cool, you know, gimmicks with the the board behind me, Brian, and we'd have, I, I, and the, I have the ball still. Godzilla, I, I didn't want to bring him out. We have Vince here. I just want to give him our full attention and he's mushing us along. We're going to try to make this a short, concise episode because, well, we don't want to drag anything out. Vince is ready to talk about the start of college football, the start of the NFL season impacting an XFL fan, what to watch out for. Vince, we're going to get into a lot of that this week. Yeah, it's a, it's an exciting time of year, uh, but very different than any other uh, September we, we've ever seen. And I, I'm not sure what to make of all this. Uh, I'll be watching, but it, it is going to be one wild ride, and I can't wait to see how it affects the XFL in the future. It's it's going to be fun to to watch. I think as an XFL fan, the as an NFL fan, you might not enjoy this year because it's going to be weird. But as an XFL fan, there's a lot to keep your eye on, and I'm going to stay that kind of optimist, optimistic kind of point of view throughout. Bryant, you all right? You're dropping. You're. It's like we've never done video before. We were doing these during the season. What's going it's on? It's been a while. It has been a G- long. Give me while. some time to figure all this out. It has been a long time, <laughs> but it's happy. It, you know, with video, it's kind of like football right now. You're going to get some of it. It might not be great. It might not be perfect. But hey, you take what you can get at this point, and then we'll we'll figure it out next time. I don't know. I think his internet connection has the demon virus. Vince seven two four five six five four XFL is the XFL fan line number for you to call, and we're going to play one of your calls in just a second. That number is always open for voicemails 24-7-365, and you can text it. Standard text messaging rates apply, correct, Vince? Yes, absolutely. Um, And and if you're a youngster out there, get your parents' permission before calling. Oh, my gosh. All right, at 
XFL show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all that. You can reach out to us on social, of course. And we are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. Go to prettyeasypodcasts.com to get your own show started today. All you need is a microphone, and Pretty Easy Podcasts helps you forget about the rest. And that's a pretty good deal. That's what we got going on here. Stress-free, except when Bryant's internet's pissing Vince off. And that's what we're going to get through this week as we dink and dunk around the XFL social landscape. First up, socially, you calling us on the XFL fan line. Dig this, guys. This one comes from Zach. I'm actually calling because I've been keeping up with stuff that's been going on with EA and the uh, Madden franchise. And I was like, well, I'm wondering what would happen if the XFL were to be able to get their video game license that was projected to happen in the 2020 season. And I'm thinking to myself, well, everyone's getting fed up with Madden at this point because EA has basically been copy and pasting. Who could be a better prospect at doing a video game franchise for the XFL? Could we get a franchise, uh, not a franchise, but could we get someone like 2K to be able to make a new game? Because I know everybody really liked the 2K series as far as football was concerned. And they were doing good for the basketball series with NBA 2K, but it's not as good as it used to be. So my question would be more or less, who could we get for the video game franchise? Who could we get? the XFL to have a good video game going forward for everyone to enjoy since nobody's really enjoying Madden anymore. Thanks. You want want to claim Mortal Kombat style game. NFL Blitz. (laughs) I don't know. Who's still in the video game hunt? You know, you have EA, right? They're still around 2K. Well, there's 2K, as, as the caller said. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, you know, non Madden football games over the years. There was that backbreaker gimmick. <laughs> there was, uh, you know, 2K had a non NFL when they had all those legends in it. There's uh, there's a pretty it, robust modding community. If you really want to nerd out, I mean, you could play oh, that sure. Doug Flutie total football and put the XFL teams yeah. into it. I mean, they they got yeah. that. You got to read a lot of Google it. There's a lot of video game makers out there. Do they want to do they want to put forth the effort, you know, for a a non-established brand? Uh, You know, that I don't know. Well, I'm just I just want the Tecmo version of XFL. That's all I want. I don't need the whole full Madden thing. Maybe I think you could get that. That's probably out there. You could <laughs> the Madden being dead though. I do that does ring true with me as someone who played it for years. I stopped. It's same yeah, old stuff. It's no fun. Well, it's because they started charging you for it. You know, your mom couldn't pay for the games anymore. You had to buy them, so you stopped. You know, playing. my mother never <laughs> bought me a Madden because she would always say, "I'm not buying that crap," and that's what I would save up for all year, working. And by working, I mean taking my brother's lunch money and not telling him. But that's a whole nother topic. Uh, we have some more XF. Thanks for the call, Zach. Seven two four five six five four XFL is the fan line. If you want to get on the show like Zach did, XFL video game. Let's just get an XFL season first is what we all would say. On social media, if you want to watch PJ Walker and Cam Phillips practice, uh, there's some clips from Miles A. Simmons, the Panthers head writer on Twitter. I know I watched uh, them on a loop just 
it was just good to see them playing catch again. That was on, on Twitter to keep your eye out on. Uh, Darius Victor I saw on Twitter too. Bryant, the former running back for the Guardians, putting his highlight reel out there. That's what's kind of sad to see that some of the XFL guys are now trying to get jobs again, and he's putting his highlight reel out there. And I know if the XFL comes back, Darius Victors doesn't need to do that. They know about him. This guy was a bowling ball and wrecking it for the Guardians. Yeah, you wonder what five more games would have done for the man uh, as it, as it uh, pertains to an NFL job. Um, it is kind of nice to see some of these players, you know, that, you, that you've grown to get familiar with. Uh, in the XFL are now, you know, playing together in the uh, NFL, at least on the practice field. Um, but, you know, some of these players, like you said, Alan, are still going to be looking for jobs. And and when the XFL decides to come back, uh, hopefully they're still in game shape, uh, you know, and, and the XFL can uh, scoop them back up, I guess you could say, and bring them back one more time. And then also on social media, we had D Tom America. Is this on Twitter, Bryant, that you found this? Responding to what we were talking oh, this is about. on YouTube. Oh, it's on YouTube. It was on, on YouTube, YouTube, actually. Yeah. A YouTube commenter. Uh, we were talking about Texas XFL teams, Vince, last week. You missed this. So people saying there should be multiple, more than two Texas teams in the XFL. This guy says three teams in the XFL should have 10 teams total. Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, St. Louis, Seattle, Orlando, D.C., Northeast, just in quotation marks, Birmingham and L.A., What's northeast? <laughs> what does that mean? That's what caught my attention. Northeast. Where do you put them if you're not going to put them in New York in the northeast? Uh, New Haven. The northeast <laughs> guardians. Why don't they represent the whole region? All those states are so small anyway. You just want to take New yeah. England and expand it is what they're trying. Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea, to be honest. I, I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. Just rotate the five games somewhere, you know, every different stadium in the northeast. Uh, I don't know if I'd do that. but Northeast. <laughs> Uh, if you're uh, an XFL fan as well, uh, on social media and you're keeping track of movement in the NFL with former XFL players, you got to know that the Steelers are the XFL hub of players and talent going into the season, Vince. Uh, draws. They just, it, they've got the most XFLers. They've got the most. Bryant, they signed yeah. the most. They're going to play the most. They signed Saeed Blacknall, the wide receiver from the Wildcats. And this week, they get DeAndre Tompkins. Former DC receiver, who I saw referred to as on Reddit, I think the evil twin of DeAndre Hopkins, and then the Steelers also have some tackles. They got Jerron Jones, who was a guardian, Anthony Coyle, who was a guardian, Avery Genesee, who was who was uh, with Houston, I believe, on the offensive line, and then of course Sevon Walker, the defensive line, who I cannot wait to see in a Steeler uniform. Vince, yeah, well, I I think the majority of of these guys are not going to make the team. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up because there's some there. It's a different season in the NFL. It it is. I mean, it is a little suspicious that they would sign some of these wide receivers, you know, this late in the game, but I'm looking at the wide receiver uh, room to the Steelers. And uh, unless they're taking more than six guys, I I don't see any, how any of these guys really fit in there. Uh, But, you know, that remains to be seen, and, and I'm guessing we're going to be finding out pretty soon this weekend, I would think, are the, the cut days. There are, but there's also way more spots in the NFL, and we're going to get into that here coming up as part of this week's Cover 2. Go ahead, get out of here. All right, Cover 2 this week. First, we're going to start off with Jonathan Hayes, who did a very candid interview on the Beyond the Helmet YouTube show. Watch this interview. Great job uh, by the host. I wish I would have got his name. 
uh, but we'll try to maybe even link to the interview on social for you at XFL show. Uh, but Jonathan Hayes really candid about what's going on with him since the XFL, uh, you know, fell to bankruptcy and he's a part of the creditors looking to get paid from the initial run of the league. But he also said he's a part of the creditors board, Bryant, which means he's involved in what's going on now with the rock and Danny Garcia and Redbird capital getting payment back to those people and being all a part of that. He seems very engaged in what's going on with the XFL since the bankruptcy, not just because he needs to get his money, of course, but he's actively a part of the, the board that's involved in this. He didn't go into too many details during the interview, but, I think being a part of this, not taking another job like Pep Hamilton and some other guys did, this says to me Jonathan Hayes is, I'm hoping, still thinking he could be an XFL coach. What about you? Am I looking too much into this, Bryant? Uh, you are, but it's fine. Cause, uh, and then you also aren't. <laughs> but it, it's it's. I told you last week, and Vince, maybe you can um, give your thoughts on this, because I think I put the over-under at three and a half of how many coaches would return um, you know, a lot of coaches took a chance on the XFL to begin with Jonathan Hayes being one who had spent so many years uh, in the NFL and, and then becomes a head coach with, um, with the, um, the battle Hawks. What happened was out of everyone's hands really. And, and it's, and it's an unfortunate situation, but a lot of these coaches, you know, I, I mentioned it too last week. They have the playbooks. They, they're ready. They know what they're getting themselves into. So why wouldn't you be committed to coming back? Why wouldn't you want to try to come back if they'll have you? Uh, I get it. You know, he, there's there's money to be owed. He had a contract. He's on this board trying to get, you know, people's money um, and get them paid. But if I'm Jonathan Hayes or any coach, really, uh, I don't see why I would shy away from wanting to be a coach in the XFL again. No, I don't think you should shy away from it at all. But if there's a better offer that comes on down the line, you know, that's uh, that's not outside of the XFL, you best believe, you know, these guys are going to take it. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Don't you think there was a position coaching job out there for Jonathan Hayes in the NFL or a coordinating job at some college? Don't I mean, uh, don't you think he could have pursued something like that? Well, a guy with uh, he's holding on to that thought of being, you know, really holding on to the hope that he could be a next. He's, coach he's obvious. Well, I'll say this, you know, it, you know, a lot of NFL coaching shuffles happen, you know, at the end of the NFL season, which was before the XFL, you know, went bankrupt. So there may not have been positions available and maybe he's not deemed as that valuable of a commodity that in the off season, you're, you're going to can a guy to go, go get Jonathan Hayes. Uh, so I, it, it seemed like a lot of these coaches, I think were a victim uh, of maybe bad timing. Now, Pep Hamilton, he's with the uh, Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. He so, landed one. so uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it's not everybody, but you know, I think that the timing uh, certainly hurt that situation. I think if, you know, the XFL ended earlier, then there may have been a lot more people available. After watching this, though, and seeing him talk about it, hearing the how just he was really putting over how great the league was for a lot of players like Kenny Robinson, how much fun he had, how, you know, he's still t talking positive about the XFL, even though this guy's a creditor and he's owed money. He didn't take another job. He's speaking in a positive light that way. 
I think last week I, I had a pretty low low number, Bryant, but I think I would now bet on Jonathan Hayes try, being one of the coaches to return after watching that interview. And that's just me as a fan observing the interview and really just assessing his whole situation from his, from what I would think his perspective is. Put myself in his shoes. I, you know, with the success, especially why wouldn't you want to come back and coach in St. Louis, right? With that fan base, uh, the passion, everything that was going on there, I think uh, things are pointing in the right direction for Jonathan Hayes to come back um, and coach. And I think that's going to be, you're going to start seeing this happen with a lot of the coaches. If they impressed enough, um, you know, it'd be interesting to see who uh, the rock and Danny Garcia start appointing to, to make these decisions as commissioner, um, you know, all these different uh, positions that the XFL had to, to let go because of the, the bankruptcy. Um, how much are they going to value what they already had for 2020 when they decide to kick off here, you know, either either this year, next year, or whenever it is that they decide to kick off? Well, that debate will still rage on. We were getting into it last week. It rolled over with this interview. We'll link to it on social media. That was on the Beyond the Helmet podcast they've got a few interviews i saw up there too former coach for the guardians chris dishman looked like they had one with him i'm gonna have to check out but really cool and really good to see that uh former xflers are being uh, generous with their time we'll have to have one of them out on the show here very soon brian uh but we must move on part two of the cover i'm two. gonna text moss yeah oh my I'm god you, you better Can i, text I mean everybody <laughs> wants you to get moss on the show i've been waiting for you to can say you text that moss? can you text moss no. okay i cannot no i can't but I could go through people. I don't want to. I don't want to text Moss. I'm afraid what he'll text me back. All right, Vince. NFL practice squads. This is what I've been wanting to talk to you about and let everyone know uh, the situation in the NFL. So, if you're scouting for potential XFLers in this year's NFL season, why, could, why wouldn't you? If you're a diehard and you're into that sort of thing, which a lot of us are. Uh, college is a whole nother bag of hammers. We'll talk about that down the line. That's nuts. But the NFL this year has a different practice squad uh, rule in place. Uh, they are going to have a lot more availability, those practice squad players, throughout the NFL season. What's the timeout? Real quick, I just want to know, was this before of COVID-19 or was this already in place for this season before of COVID-19? Before, before COVID-19, the practice squad number jumped, I believe, right, Vince? It went up. But because of yeah. COVID-19, because of the COVID reserve list, there's a rule now where players can be called up from the practice squad and put back down throughout the season multiple times and not lose that status. Uh, so that, yeah. that's that's because of th this quarantine rule and everything going on with that. So how the CBA stipulates this, that there are two players from the practice squad that, that – each week can come up from the practice squad and still be practice squad players. They can be in an NFL game as practice squad players, and they could do that twice throughout the season. So that means as Baltimore Ravens head coach uh, John Harbaugh, hate quoting him, but he did say, make a good point. Practice squad players are essentially <laughs> a part of the team this year, and that is absolutely true um, because it's just – because of the COVID-19 situation and also with new practice squad rules in place, I just feel like this is probably going to be the norm in the NFL, more roster spots, more jobs in the NFL, which, you know, necessarily means, you know, not more, less talent for the XFL to choose from Vince, but 
there's a whole lot more film on players if you're talking about scouting yeah. talent as an XFL coach or executive or a fan. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see at the next uh, collective bargaining agreement negotiations whether this becomes a a permanent thing. Um, I I guess the players' union and the and the owners will have to vote on that. Um, But yeah, I I think you know certainly in these unprecedented times, this is a a good thing to get guys uh, you know up and down, and certainly good uh, you know for the players uh, you know you know these practice squad guys. I mean, you're on a practice squad, and who knows when you'll ever be able to get into a game here. Uh, you got a lot more opportunity to do so um, and, you know, get some more tape out there and, and maybe secure yourself a better job. And that's why when you scoff at, like, I don't know how many of these guys the Steelers have if they're all going to see the field, well, there's going to be two extra of them every week. Pretty much well, 32 well, total for the well, season. Well, I, you know, I, I was speaking specifically to the 53-man roster. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't, you know, right now I would not put those two wide receivers on on the 53-man. Um, that'll be tactical. Them, that, yeah, that'll probably I, I, I a lot of not, linemen. I would not predict, you know, that they would get there. But, you know, certainly for, you know, early in the season when, when it's hot and those big hogs need a blow – you know, you're going to have more more linemen probably yeah. coming up, uh, and it, it is going to be a ta- is a tactical thing. You know, maybe you need certain you know extra defensive backs, or, or you know maybe some uh, some special teams guys or something like that. It's going to be very interesting. But you can only use those uh, each player only two times. Yeah, it's a 16 game season, so there's a lot of you know I I would I'd imagine a lot of times you're going to be saving some some people for when you really need them. And also injuries happen, more availability yeah. if those – I mean, this is – it's basically supplementing no preseason too, I feel like. This is giving a lot – it's giving the teams more availability, yeah. more access to, to guys, but now it's extending yeah. it through the season. Yeah, and I don't know about you, Alan, but I'm enjoying this no preseason uh, mm. and no – and worst. not a lot of people allowed, allowed at practices – uh, because I I don't want to know what's going to happen before uh, it's <laughs> before they kick off. <laughs> I have I've, <laughs> fantasy drafts coming off up and whatnot. I mean, no, I'm just so in the dark. But the worst part about I'm fine with that. Worst part is no excuses. Can't be like, nope. There's preseason game this weekend. Got to watch it. Sorry, can't yeah. can't get out of things as easily. Yeah, and, and then well, even though even though there's we doing... social distancing, but still, it's like people want your attention. It's like, or honey, come downstairs and watch my show with me. Damn it, there's no game on. We um we think about what we were doing last year at this time as it pertains to the XFL, right? We were watching those preseason games. We were looking yep. for talents. We were, you know, looking at depth charts. J- uh, Vince, you had a whole list of quarterbacks that the XFL should be looking at. You and I did patreon episodes i mean we were looking at talent like crazy and now it's just where we are now is we don't get to see all the talent we get we have to talk about these names we don't even know who's going to be available we don't even know when we're kicking off well that's the thing yeah such a different time than we were last year yeah once you know once uh there's a little bit more clarity to this situation and we and we have you know teams established and we know how many players are going to be on the roster then we could start you know look looking at, at guys but you know uh, it's, it's very difficult to do that at this situation. It's very <laughs> difficult something like even... this really affects any chances of kicking off next year. I mean, let's just be frank, right? Because one year, like you said, Alan, the player pool is going to be dwindled because well, of the extra spots in the NFL. From the NFL no side. no visibility to some of these players. 
there's from the NFL side, right. but, but then you also look at what what's going on in college and the CFL. Like it's not like the talent pool is is it is any less. I think it's just that jobs in the NFL are are more pl- a plenty. So that maybe the top tier talent that's where you have less of now. Well, I mean that's I think where you want to get the most talent you can possible is from the top tier, but. Um, but still, I think something like this is really going to start dwindling the hopes, especially as every week goes by, of any football of the XFL in 2021. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's also something we talked about early when we made our return was just the, the viability of a 2021 season. And um, with changing rules and circumstances in the other leagues, you know, that's another reason why you would think the XFL would wait it out and see how the landscape kind of normalizes when that eventually does happen. But with the NFL, a lot more players available to teams, so keep your eye out on them. We'll be watching them. We'll be doing what we did basically all season this season. Last pre- What we did last preseason, we'll be doing all season this season. Vince, watching those lower depth charts and seeing what happens with practice squads all season. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how teams employ this, these new rules and, and who they bring up and when and, and for what reason. Uh, especially along with, you know, some of the the stuff happening in college about, you know, uh, whether certain conferences are going to play players opting out and, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's very interesting times and, you know, people are trying to position themselves and, and, and keep, keep themselves safe and while setting themselves up for the future. All right, guys. Well, Vince Bryant, what do you guys say? We move it on to the hot read and talk about that really awesome picture that was uh, Instagrammed out this week that had everybody freaking out. Are you guys good to go? Yep. Let's do it real quick in this week's hot. Play pass, do it again. All right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson showed off the XFL helmets in his office on Instagram earlier this week before later in the week, unfortunately announcing that he and his whole family contracted the damn demon virus known as COVID-19. And, of course, our best wishes go out to one of the new owners of the XFL, the People's Champ, a hero to many. Dwayne Johnson getting COVID-19, I think, is is horrible, but it's also a wake-up call to millions of people who follow him. And just that, that I think, a high-profile person sorry, like that Alan, does. Alan? Yeah. The millions. And millions. <laughs> millions of people. Of, of people. <laughs> Who see Dwayne Johnson getting COVID nineteen? You, that hits you like a ton of bricks. Like holy crap! If that guy can get it, I got to be serious about this. So that's that, one thing that you could take away from this. But of course, we wish the Rock and his whole family a speedy recovery and no none of those terrible ailments that have been lingering with people who get over it. Um, but the helmets. Yeah, no, it, it's not a but not a great situation for them. But hopefully, they're pulling out and those helmets, man. That that's that true. Let's get to the positive news from from Dwayne Johnson this week. The helmets. Silver lining. You know he's always looking for silver lining. Always, baby. You got seven bucks in your pocket, but you know these helmets are there, and you could acquire all of them in a whole damn league, even if you only got seven bucks in your pocket right now. And that's what The Rock did. What a symbol to have in his office. He's got that $7, and then around that, all eight helmets basically showing you where he went from a CFL reject to an owner of a football league and looking really way too much into it. He has the eight original XFL helmets from 2020 Vince. Does that mean all eight helmets and teams are coming back? 
that's probably the plan right now. But I don't know if that's going to you know, maintain itself. Uh, we, we will find out. I, I know me and Brian have argued back and forth on, on, on that subject. Does this change uh, but, anything, Vince? Does it change what we argued about a couple of weeks ago? No, I mean, he, he may have got these on sale somewhere. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, <laughs> so I, I think you think just, the he, you think the Rock has to use a discount code on XFLShop.com to get these. He on. was just picking up some collectibles, and, and you know he's putting them on display. That that that's probably what this is. Uh, so, but you know, I mean, he, he you know he he owns these helmets. Uh, he, you know, he owns this league, uh, and and he's just you know it's just more you know pushing this brand uh, that he's hopefully going to build. Yeah, that's that's really awesome to see the the enthusiasm from Dwayne Johnson about the league at least once a week. Getting a tweet, uh, Instagram or a tweet like that from yeah. him or Danny Garcia, just keeping the huh. the visibility, the brand alive, and also everyone just stay in check. Yo, The Rock now owns this league along with his partners. Something will be happening, and you got to be ready for it because you know when this guy starts going full speed at this, it's going to be huge things to talk about. So. This was just a little glimpse into what we're in store for. Yeah, yeah, and and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, one thing with the the XFL, the last re- rendition of it, it didn't. Fe- we didn't see enough from Vince McMahon, except at least I did not see enough from Vince McMahon. And, and even something as simple as like a, a, a tweet of you know of Vince sitting at like Smith and Walensky's with like a you know. With like a, an XFL, you know, helmet or, or a pin on it on his lapel or something like that. I, I would have loved seeing that just once a week, like you said. <laughs> just getting ready to rear into a big steak with, with the <laughs> XFL napkin around his neck or something. Yeah. No, the plan, though, for that league was Vince McMahon to be behind the scenes. Oliver Luck was in front of everything. Now we have The Rock, Danny Garcia, Redbird Capital. Will there be a football face that will do a lot of that stuff? We hope so. We've said, I've said, I hope it's all over luck, but that's, of course, a wait and see. But The Rock's Instagram, also, if you want some inspiration, here it is in full. The quote, my XFL helmets arrived to my office and holy bleep, I'm humbled and grateful at how full circle life can be sometimes. Prayer hands, football emoji, my dreams of playing in the NFL never came true. But now, years later, I have the honor of buying an entire pro football league so the dreams of other players can come true. My trailblazing partner, Danny Garcia, first woman to ever own an entire U.S. sports league, and Jerry Cardinale are passionate football owners who are committed to the grind to deliver awesome football fan, football for the fans and always take care of our hardworking, talented players. And finally, I keep a frame seven bucks, the amount of money I had when I was cut from the Canadian Football League in 1995 on the top shelf here as my daily reminder to stay hungry, humble, and always be the hardest worker in the room. Hashtag League of Culture. Hashtag League of Expression. Hashtag League of Passion. Hashtag League of the People. Hashtag XFL. With those people's helmets in that Instagram image. Bryant, look, look. Goosebumps. Goosebumps right there. Uh, you know, the, the picture, if, I don't know if, if you don't have it in front of you, it's fine, but you can just imagine it. Uh, all the helmets are facing one way. Uh, and for that very reason is why I did not like the Battlehawks helmet. You can't even tell what that is. What are they? The, the, the angels? Their wings? I mean, again, the St. Louis wings. taking a moment to put logo. the boots 
to St. Louis when they treated you so nice with toasted ravs and whatever that cheese was on that pizza we had. Come on, Brian. I thought you changed. <laughs> uh, just a great moment. You know, and we can't really um, dwell on the fact that, you know, we're not getting too much dudes and that we are getting a tweet or, or something here and there from the owners because, you know, it took us about 30, 40 weeks to get anything out of the XFL when we first started, you know, many moons ago. So, so to see these tweets, I think we're a little spoiled, Alan. Oh yeah, and, and only getting so much, right? But back to work. We'll, we'll get more and more information. And the Rock is back to work, and I'm sure we'll get something here soon. I'm just waiting for that 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 little town hall, the little TED talk of him in front of a, a green screen, really saying, you know, this is our plan. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to execute. Him and Danny Garcia. I think that'll happen. You know. At some point, hopefully soon. Yep, and hopefully, of course, like we said, we're wishing The Rock and his whole family speedy recoveries from this damn demon virus. Uh, that was the, the the unfortunate news this week, but the, you saw The Rock's ready to grind it out and get the XFL up and running, and we're going to keep you informed on every single, I mean, every inch of, of the steps along the way, just as we did on the way to 2020. We're on that road again. Vince's first video episode in the books, I mean, in, in in an age where everybody's office and bookshelves are on on display, Vince got to say, digging Pat Summit on, on the your your background much better than mine, where you just see the bottom of a Penguins poster. I got to get this place in shape, man. Yeah, she's the goat, the greatest of all Either time. The white frame above her or her frame is just a little crooked. They're just a little. Oh my god! What a, Sorry. That's what a who is this Rudy Poo? Get out of here, We got Bryant. trains that come through here, Bryant, and, and, and they may <laughs> shake the house you know, left to the right, six to eight inches. You wouldn't know nothing about that. <laughs> hey, I used to live next I, to an airport, airport, okay? I used to live there, Brian. It's there. true. I'd say it's probably more <laughs> like three feet, Vince. Those trains are close. <laughs> All right, everybody. We are winding down. Thanks for subscribing to this video. Bryant's going to give you the whole spiel, but I want to say it's good to be back on video, and uh, we're going to be doing this moving forward as long as I can find a shirt around the house, Bryant. I know that's way more difficult for you because this you is the first the time. I bought all this stuff right before. Oh, and there oh. it went, of course. There it goes. <laughs> your Viper shirt knocked out your camera. That's that green. It's, it pops way my too back? much. My back? There you go. See, Viper's shirt right here. Uh, Give us a break here. We're, we're doing it differently, though, too, Alan. You didn't mention that we did video before, but this is totally the way we're doing it now. is very different uh, than we had it before. But you can also follow us on all social media platforms at XFL Show, uh, especially on Twitter. That was a lot of fun. Uh, subscribe and listen to us every single Friday morning on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast app. And also catch our uh, beautiful mugs here uh, on, on show.com or YouTube.com slash Show, the official YouTube channel of the XFL show. That's where we're at, baby. We're back in full effect. All the gimmicks are back in order, and we're ready to go on this journey with you as we did once before. Why not do it again? If Bill and Ted could do it three times, why not us? Vince, you got anything left? Uh, just keep staying tuned to The Rock's Instagram. Hell yeah. Most inspirational stuff you're going to find on the internet. What you call it, Vince? The best... The best speech you've heard this whole campaign season, right? Yeah, yeah. I was ready to run through a brick wall after hearing that. 
Johnson 2024. That's ah, a topic for another episode. We got to get out of here. For Vince, for Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening. <laughs>